Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week, we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now. Along with Bruce Smith, I'm Cheryl White, and we thank you for joining us today. Over the next hour, you'll learn how and why to check up on your retirement plan and how to accomplish that in just seven minutes. Also, how to get that checkup at no cost. Hello, Bruce Smith. Hello. Good morning, Miss Cheryl. Hey, we have a lot on the show today. For example, Bruce, we're going to be talking about saving for retirement, and we're going to be asking everyone just how much they've saved for retirement. Retirement. And you know what? If they don't know the exact amount, no problem, because a lot of people apparently don't know. We'll also be talking about when you can't count on being average. Also, we'll talk about legislation that aims to nix the tax on Social Security income. We'll take a look and see if that's too good to be true. But we're going to start today with February 13th. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every time you hear 13, I quiver. You know, It was the worst day for the Dow since March of 23. 500-point yeah. drop. And that was when the inflation numbers came in for January. Do you think that was an overreaction, Bruce? 500-point um, drop sounds so sensationalistic on the news. Sounds great, you know. I hate to say this. I've been doing this so long that, you know, I remember when a 200-point drop was 10% of the market. With a market as high as it is, when you say a 500-point drop, it's not as big of a percentage. It sounds good as a soundbite. I don't know that it was an overreaction because I'm concerned about inflation. Whenever we start throwing around numbers like 3.5, 3.2, whatever, that means out of the gate, over the 20 years of retirement, you know, everything doubles in cost. So if you needed $100,000 to retire, you need $200,000 a year of income, you know, and that's a big number. That's a big shift. And of course, also with the technology issue, you know, of, of who the drivers are of the primary markets. Now, this is the Dow, which is a little more widespread, but yeah. Well, I think the S&P 500 also broke a winning streak just a couple of days later. So Correct. yeah, it was just a big swing there all of a sudden. And, and I have a quote here from the Chicago Fed president saying, even if inflation comes in a bit higher for a few months, as many forecasts suggest, it would still be consistent with our path back to the 2% target. So it doesn't sound like there's a lot of fear there that they might be on the wrong path. That's been their whole thing is to, quote, try to manage this, manage the inflation numbers. But the real issue is when you start saying, you know, we're on a path to a 2% target, that's great. But the one thing we know about government is they are so wonderful about having a goal, but then moving the goal further and further and further and further <laughs> down the field. I don't put a lot of stock in that particular statement because it's not a definitive. If somebody said, you you know, we're making great progress on our goal to be at 2% inflation back to our historical number by the end of 2025 or, or something like that. That's a different thing. Now you've set a position for it. Hey, Bruce, you know, for a lot of people, though, there is a target. There is a date that they're looking at for retirement. And so I wonder if there was just a little bit of a queasiness there when the Dow took that dip that they're wondering, did my portfolio suffer that day? Am I in trouble? Is it time for a checkup, maybe? The number one central planning element out there is a four-letter word, hope. Hmm. I hope I'm going to be okay. When the market makes a significant downturn, that's when people start clamoring for safety, going to money markets, moving monies out of the market, doing all of these things. I mean, we have people that we're meeting with that are just now getting back into the market that pulled their money back to money market status during COVID. You know, it's like, look what you've missed. You know, mm -hmm. Well, I think now's the time to get back in. Well, when you hear that now's the time to get back in, that might be the worst time to get back in because now we're due for another correction. So, you know, that 500-point drop, I don't think they're that concerned about it. And that's apathy, I think, is what we see more of. And the one fallacy that we see all the time is that people will call and they'll say, you know, I don't think my account's performing like it did when I was working. And we say, that's true. Here's why. Because when you were working, 
when the market dropped, you were still putting money in and your boss was still putting money in. So it recovered itself, not from the market itself as rapidly as it recovered. It recovered because you were adding money to the pot. Now the converse is true. You're retired. You're no longer contributing. Your employer is no longer contributing and you're removing money because you need income. So you're hastening any recovery due to the market itself. You're delaying it because you're removing capital. There's no additional capital being added. So there's a false sense of how markets work and how markets recover whenever you invest during your working years versus how it works in retirement, which is, is quite the opposite. Bruce, is this part of the seven-minute retirement checkup, taking a look at what you have and what the opportunities are as well as the challenges? What opportunities are you taking advantage of now? And what opportunities are suitable for you, for your situation? And are they ones that A, you were aware of, or B, was your advisor aware of? Because, you know, the one thing that it is without question, you can't implement or even consider opportunities that you don't know about or that your advisor doesn't know about. And if they're not able to recommend them and you're not able to research them or consider them, then that's money that's left on the table. So what we're doing in the seven minute retirement checkup is this is not like, you know, Bruce took a clean sheet of paper and just did a brain dump and said, here's what I think you should do because I'm so smart. That's not what this is. You're looking really at the collaboration of the very best retirement planners in America because uh, you know, we're always looking at best practices and we share information back and forth. You know, people who are elite advisors, people who are elite wealth managers, people that are, that are high-end retirement tax planners as we are. We have all of that information from the very best minds. And, you know, we've now looked at thousands of retirement plans over the last almost 40 years and said, okay, let's take all of that information. Let's take that data and then let's turn it into useful information, so information that actually would apply and then let's take that and turn that information into actual bona fide points of knowledge and say, okay, here's interesting things that, that should be considered about a retirement plan. And then what are the 12 most proven, most powerful, most consistent opportunities that affect the widest range of people? And there are 12 key opportunities, and each key unlocks a different value-creating idea. For example, if you could significantly reduce or eventually eliminate federal income taxes during your retirement years for the bulk of your retirement lifetime, would you want to take advantage of it? That's actually one of the questions that's part of the seven minute retirement challenge. Also, has anyone else ever asked you that question and meant it and said, you know, there's a way to do that? You know, would you like to explore how to do that? That's without question, I think the number one thing that has always brought people to wealth care. But there's 12 very powerful opportunities just like that. And all you're doing is saying, if you had this opportunity, would you want that as part of your planning? And then are you currently doing that? Yes or no? And that's pretty much the layout of the entire thing. This thing takes less than seven minutes. There is no cost. It's free. It's your self-assessment. You're not being pressured. You're not sitting in a financial office with a financial advisor grilling you with questions. You're not at a dinner seminar somewhere. You're not getting a sales pitch. And at the end, you're going to have a list and say, here's the things that I want. And here's the things that I'm currently doing. And hey, maybe I'm missing a few of these things. So as soon as you complete this seven-minute retirement checkup, you know, you're going to get in your email a beautiful 14-page report of each one of the things that you've selected and why they're important. So this becomes the foundation of what you want your retirement planning to look like. And it may look very different than what you're doing but I think most importantly, if you're positive that you've got the plan you want and, and the way you want it right now, if you take this assessment, you know, you get that report. If all of those things say, yeah, I, I'm doing all of these things, then, then great. You've got a nice, perfect match. And you invested seven minutes to prove to yourself, you know, that, hey, I'm doing all the right things. But what we find is the majority of people take this assessment and they get their report from their checkup and they go, yeah, I really would like to do that. Or, hey, I've been asking for that and I can't get it. We've made it very effective and very up-to-date with modern media technology so that you're not spending a lot of time traveling to a financial advisor's office or having to endure a dinner seminar or something like that. Oh, that's fantastic. So you're wondering, I bet, how do I take the seven-minute retirement checkup? You've offered it to me. How do I get it? Here's how. Go to retirementradio7.com. 
It's that simple. RetirementRadio7.com. That's for the no-cost seven-minute retirement checkup. We'll be talking more about that as the show continues. In the meantime, let me tell you what else is on the way. How long will your retirement last? Why going by the averages could leave you hanging. Your children are on their own. They're doing just fine. Do you still need life insurance in retirement? We'll be talking about that and more as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the Wealthcare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns, while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher-level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. And the reason I played that theme is because a judge, a judge was caught texting in the courtroom in Oklahoma. Oh, it's Oklahoma. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What difference does that make? Wow. Yeah, she reportedly sent over 500 texts while she was presiding over a murder trial. She sent them to the bailiff. Yeah, she was making fun of the prosecutor, but apparently she really liked the defense attorney, said, awesome. That seemed wrong. She may be removed from the bench. She's resigned. She's agreed already not to seek judicial office again. Imagine me in a client meeting and I'm sitting there sending texts to people while people want to talk about their retirement. I mean, you know, they should hang me from the highest tree by my thumbs. You know, I mean, that's crazy. Let's talk about retirement because... Bruce, you know, as I do, that we have no idea how long it's going to last. We have plans, but, you know, life gets in the way sometimes, as they say. Mm -hmm. So planning for an uncertain number of years, that's the tricky part. I saw an article in Forbes last week that points out that it can be misleading to rely on average life expectancies. Because if you look at the average life expectancy, now this is men and women combined in the U.S., it's 77 and a half years. But if you planned for 77 and a half years, it's very likely that you would run out of money. You would live far beyond that, maybe. Something could happen and you could pass at 50. Who knows? But how long do you recommend people plan for in terms of age? We plan to age 90. You know, and I always talk about, I've talked about this movie, I think, before, but you know, the, the, I think the, the best visual I can give you is from a movie called The Crew. Uh, it, was, it was four wise guys, you know, from New Jersey, and, and they grew up and they, they were in the mob, and they retired to this, to this Art Deco hotel in South Beach. And it was, it was Richard Dreyfus, Burt Reynolds, uh, Dan Hyata, and Seymour Castle. And, and, uh, and, and Burt Reynolds looked at Richard Dreyfus and he goes, I thought you said the good times were going to last forever. You know, Richard Dreyfuss says, I didn't think we would live this long, you know. <laughs> so, you know, and so, but, I mean, that's the thing. You want your retirement to be the good times. You know, you want them to shine as bright as you dreamed they would be. And, and to do that, you need money. So that's why it's so important to make sure that you're squeezing every dime you can get for your benefit out of your nest egg. I mean, let's be honest. You know, you worked hard to save it you've managed it all these years or maybe had help managing it but you know at the end of the day the person taking the risk the person who had the financial stake in it was you and you did this for a reason so when I get to retirement I have a vision or I have an envisionment of what my retirement is going to be for myself my spouse us our family our kids grandkids what have you 
And the last thing you want to do is have to backpedal from what that vision looked like because you don't have enough money. So you've got to plan long term. And that's the thing is that, you know, the strategies you choose, and this is where a lot of people make a big mistake. Number one, they only plan investments. And they talk about investments on a year-by-year -year basis. Here, how's I did this year? I didn't do good this year. Or I thought I should have done better this year. I'm looking for a different advisor. Or, hey, I'm going to manage it myself. But it's a very short-term issue. What does that strategy look like over a long period of time? What does it look like over a lifetime? Because that's where the real value comes in. And time is your friend in that arena because it's compounding. One of the 12 keys that we talk about in our seven-minute retirement checkup is what we call the magic key, key number 10, which is not only having a complete plan that you're taking advantage of all available opportunities that fit your situation, but the magic of compounding. Because once you've done your seven-minute retirement challenge, you'll get a VIP invite to our 12K retirement webinar where we actually show a plan being built from the output of the assessment that you get with the seven-minute retirement checkup. But in this case, the people, they had a plan, they had an advisor, they were managing investments, they didn't have any tax planning or any of that stuff. So if they only implemented the strategies, the additional opportunities they weren't taking advantage of for their portfolio management, it projected about a $400,000 different at age 90. But the tax benefits without modifying the portfolio was about 800000 and if you add them together, it's about 1.2 million. And it's kind of like people that buy cars. You know, it amazes me. A car is a commodity. I mean, if you're buying a 2024 blue Mustang, whatever, you know, whether you buy that car in Utah or Pennsylvania or Florida, you know, it's the same car. It was probably built in the same plant. But you may find three totally different price structures, opportunities, rebates, whatever. You want to you want to know what is available to get that car at the best price. You know, and retirement, believe it or not, works the same way. And that's the thing is that what is the cost versus value arrangement? We had one person who emailed us. They had taken a seven-minute retirement checkup, and they said, I'm sure this planning would be very expensive. And I said, you know, actually found out they had an advisor, and if they implemented everything, it would actually cost them less than they were paying just for investment advice alone. So don't be afraid of price tag, because in many cases, the price tag, believe it or not, is less. But most important is, regardless of just cost, what's the value over time that you get? And it's a cost versus value, you know. Warren Buffett's mentor, Ben Graham, always taught him. He said, price is what you pay, value is what you get. And that's the key is that this is value creation from so many different opportunities that all come together to maximize your retirement nest egg. The seven-minute retirement checkup, that's what it's called, and it's at no cost to you. Seven minutes, that's all it takes. Go to retirementradio7.com to take the seven-minute retirement checkup. So, again retirementradio7.com. You go there. It takes you seven minutes. You can do it anywhere. You can just sit down, do it on your mobile device. You can do it on your laptop, your computer, retirementradio7.com. You know, Bruce, I want to ask you one more question before we, we wrap up this segment. You sure do have a lot of questions. I really I'll do today <laughs> because I want to just get as much as I can out of the show today. And this is about life insurance. I was talking with some folks over the weekend, and it just brought up a question that I really couldn't answer, but I know you can. Do you still need life insurance in retirement? I mean, they were talking to me about uh, premiums and life insurance. Do I need to keep it? I don't know. The kids are out of the house. They're doing fine. I don't really feel like I need life insurance for them anymore for me. Should I keep it? That was their question to me. I couldn't answer it. Is there one answer or is that a dependent kind of thing? There is no one answer. Life insurance takes on a different face as you reach retirement. So the baseline purpose of life insurance that most of us are familiar with is, and I always explain it like a Mac machine. I said, so think of your paycheck as going down to the Mac machine every week and you put your card in and it spits out the amount of your paycheck. So that's the money you receive for the work that you put in. And if you were to die prematurely, then your wife, your kids, your family, they need to be able to go to that Mac machine and still get the money. Where's it going to come from? Because they're not working. You know, they're not doing the job that you were doing to earn that money. So it's an income replacement tool. It's an asset that creates capital by which to 
continue the income, fund lifestyle, fund college, you know, fund things for the kids, whatever the purpose and planning of life insurance was. So what happens is you buy life insurance to create an asset because you don't have a lot of assets. But over time, we, we pay off our house, we accumulate retirement savings, we do all these things to where we have wealth, and now we don't need that gap filler, if you will, as much. But then if you look at retirement years, you know, you say, okay, I have all this money, but ooh, a big portion of that's Uncle Sam's. So if I were to die prematurely, how would my spouse get that money back that I paid the IRS that oh. she's going to need to live on? So you can use it as a funding tool to kind of replenish monies that were lost in taxation, things like that. Or, you know, one of the incomes will go away. One of the Social Securities will go away. If there was a pension attached to that spouse, it will go away. So income replacement still exists. So there are places, you know, we see people that continue insurance because of those reasons. We see people who institute insurance because of those reasons. But probably the most important life insurance item we talk about is if you have an older life insurance policy, one you've had for many, many years, maybe you've built up a lot of cash in it and you know you might have a $100,000 policy that's worth $80,000. So there's really only $20,000 of insurance where the insurance company's on the hook for because 80,000 of it's your money. The biggest problem isn't whether we die, it's if we need a long-term care event. So a lot of times we will upgrade the insurance program now to be where that death benefit isn't that you just have to be dead for it to be received by the family. It's like if I die or if I have an unforeseen expensive health experience, like in long-term care or something like that, then you can access that death benefit in advance before you're gone to offset those bills and not deplete your nest egg rapidly, things like that. So yes, obviously it's still on a case-by-case basis, but it makes sense in a lot of situations, whether it's tax replenishment, long-term care, whatever. But you know, you can give us a call at the office with those kinds of questions, 888 uh, 888-888-5601. There we go. <laughs> exactly right. That's the number for yeah. wealth care. 888-888-5601. Okay. Thanks, Bruce, for answering that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's a lot to consider before you decide to cancel that policy. And you, as you point out, may you actually want to get a life insurance policy. So, mm-hmm. You can talk about that with the wealth care team. And a reminder that if you'd like to take that seven-minute retirement checkup, it's easy to do and there's no cost. For that, go to retirementradio7.com. Much more on the way as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. You've been planning for your retirement for some time. But now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroy your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second opinion. At the WealthCare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is the best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our higher level of planning and management could help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. Coming up, we're going to be telling you more about the seven-minute retirement checkup and how you can take it at no cost. But first, Bruce, I want to talk about saving for retirement. There is a report by TIAA that says one in four working-age Americans really don't know how much they have saved for retirement. Now, when we talk about the seven-minute retirement checkup, is it important to know how much you have saved? 
Well, it is. For any planning in any facet, you should know how much you saved it. And I can tell you from literally thousands of interviews over the last 40 years, it's one of the first questions you ask is, you know, how much have you saved for your retirement? What have you built up as far as a nest egg up to this point? And a lot of people, they'll give a value that is, is a retirement account they have or a couple of retirement accounts. They won't count their 401k. They don't know how much their spouse has saved. That's the whole thing is we're so busy in this life. But what is that right balance? So people, they take that automatic approach. It always worked for me whenever I was working. So why would I change it now? Because the game has changed. You're now no longer in accumulation. You're in decumulation. And missteps can be incredibly expensive, incredibly costly, and not costly that you necessarily see fees leaving your account or extra taxes leaving your account, but it's how much money could you have if you had the right collection of strategies? How much could you keep in your account by not paying unnecessary taxes and harmful taxes? How much money would you have in your account if you could avoid unnecessary market losses or avoidable market losses, keeping that, that money in your account, working for you, being there to benefit you in your lifestyle and your journey through retirement? So, but all of that begins with saying, you know, what does my pile of cash look like today? So it's a very important point. And, and TIA is saying, hey, 25% or whatever don't know, I can tell you the number is over 50%. Wow. Uh, and to this level, when we asked the question, you know, so, you know, managing your pile of cash is our beginning point. Roughly, how much have you saved for your retirement? And we have had people give us a number and they were off by more than a million dollars. <laughs> We have some people that come in and can tell it to you down to the penny because they're, they're that in tune. But that's a rare commodity. Most people aren't aware what they really have. They're just like, yeah, I have about that in this account. And I have an account over there. And I, I left a couple of 401ks where I used to work. But you've got to get this stuff in one place and know what's going on with it. That's very critical to the planning you, process. You know, Bruce, this came from the Teachers Insurance and Annuity Association of America. So mm -hmm. the survey covered people ages 22 to 75. So it's not so surprising maybe that on the younger end, they really didn't know how much they had because they're just starting out in their careers. So that brings me to another question. Is any age too young to start thinking about retirement? Oh, no, there's no question. The sooner that you start thinking about retirement, the better off you are. Knowing what I know over the last almost 40 years, if I could reset the clock, the one thing I would tell everybody in the workplace is not to pay taxes later, to go ahead and pay that tax one time on the seed that you sow for your retirement so that you get to keep 100% of the harvest of your retirement. The Roth, the opportunity to invest in Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, and there's now changes with the Secure Act 2.0 to where even the employer contribution at some point, I believe, is going to be going into the Roth component or you'll have that option. It's the smartest thing you can do because, you know, there's so many later in life effects of that kind of money, having the ability to draw a tax-free income, eliminate required minimum distribution. It's not asset-driven, so you can be in the lowest Medicare premium bracket, paying the least cost for Medicare insurance down the road, never having adverse taxation with regard to required distributions, and avoiding adverse taxation for a surviving spouse if a death occurs. And at the end of the day, you've worked hard for this money, you've saved this money, you've lived a good retirement. When you're gone, that the majority if not 100% of that money goes to your heirs instead of having to share it with the government, in many cases, significantly with the government. So all of those things are the end result of being smart with a, having a tax strategy from the very get-go. And the younger you are, you have all those years of capitalization, of growing the money and compounding. So yeah, we encourage people that have their own businesses to get their kids involved early in a small role so that they can even you know have Ross whenever they're young. So there's a lot of things you can do there. Yeah. I was thinking that is the perfect idea there that as you are a retirement specialist, you know, we're talking to people that are approaching or in retirement, but it's a perfect subject to bring up with their children or even grandchildren to start thinking ahead. And they can take the seven minute retirement checkup as well. And the way to do that is to go to retirementradio7.com. That's retirement radio and the number seven.com. It takes just seven minutes and it gives you such a great idea of what's available to you. And Bruce, I think that is really what you're trying to point out is 
what the options are, what you may not be aware of, what you may not even have any idea exists for you, your opportunities as you move forward into retirement. What happens is people go racing towards retirement, working hard and focused on their life and and doing all these things. And then it comes time to plan for their retirement and they don't have the right amount of time to invest. But the fact is that they're finding different pieces of information and finding that something's missing and saying, you know, oh, I wanted that or I wanted to do that or my company that I dealt with wasn't responsive to that. So this is like, look, if we can eliminate that process, having to jump around and spend all this time and maybe make some missteps that are costly along the way, what if you could know in advance and say, these are the things that are available. These are things that I want in my planning. And when you have that list, then it changes the process because now you're in control. You've designed the framework of what you want. We're going to give you the VIP invite to the webinar. Once you've done your self-assessment, you can go to the webinar again, watch it from the comfort of your own home or office, and you'll see how those opportunities that were listed, that were selected, how a case study couple took those and designed a plan and how that plan compared to the one that they were currently utilizing, which didn't have all those opportunities built into it and the value of that planning. And then if you find that you're missing things, then if you reach out to the financial industry to put them in place, what you've done now is you've changed the game in your favor because now that advisor becomes a facilitator instead of a salesperson. You are now in control. You said, this is what I want. It's almost like buying a new car. If you do your research and say, this is the car I want, this is the color I want, this is the engine I want, here's the interior I want, here's the tires I want, here's the wheels that I want, and whether it's convertible or hardtop or a truck or whatever, when you know what you want, then you're in the best position to go and say, look, this is what I want, give me the best price. And if they give you a price and you did that 10 times over and you say, okay, I'm buying a commodity. But I was in charge of what I want. They didn't say, oh, why don't you get a red one? Hey, why don't you get a convertible? I don't need someone telling me that. I've determined what I want. So now your job as an advisor, can you make this happen? Or if you're a do-it-yourself, or can you find the right sources to do all of those things and make sure that it's effectively managed? Again, cost versus value. You're in the driver's seat. Well, let's talk about taking that seven-minute retirement checkup. It's so easy to do. It seems like, what could I get out of seven minutes? Well, let me tell you, you get so much information out of those seven minutes. It's the seven-minute retirement checkup, and it is a detailed report. Just go to retirementradio7, that's the number seven, dot com, retirementradio7.com. You will be truly amazed at the amount of information that you get out of that and the choices that you can make along the way. RetirementRadio7.com. Bruce, you were just talking about taking an active role in your portfolio, an active role in planning for your retirement. And I want to take that just a little bit farther here. Passive investing versus active investing. According to Bank of America's global research, only 47% of assets under management in the U.S. right now are overseen by active funds. It was 80% in 2009, but of course we know in 2008, 2009 what was going on. So it was a little bit of a different scenario back then. Passive, I guess, I mean, I'm not an investor, I'm not actively managing assets, but I guess that just means you invest and let it sit and do what it does? Well, first of all, remember, the, the data you're talking about is investment data. It is not retirement data. Correct. They, they are different. So they're looking at the mutual fund universe and saying which ones are active versus passive. For many, many years, we've seen, for example, that less than half of the mutual fund managers in existence outperform the S&P 500. So it's very easy to make the logical jump to say, well, if I just buy an index fund that's the S&P 500, then I'd be better off because statistically, I should be do as well as at least the, the median or better of the fund managers that are out there. Well, that sounds great and wonderful until the market takes a 40% drop. And you say, oh, I'm taking the 40% drop because I invested 100% in the market, in in the S&P 500. What's happened with a lot of these funds is they're getting a fund management fee. There's an internal fee built into that fund. And if they don't have to make maneuvers and move monies around, then their net profitability goes up. So that's one thing to consider. The second thing is what's their stream of information that's causing them to make these active moves? I think that's the the one thing that's driving this. I think the real question becomes one of cost. If somebody says, I'm actively managing your portfolio, what is it they're doing for that and what value are they creating? And is there 
a true additional value from that active management than passive management. What we recommend to people is that, you know, as we build a portfolio, quite often almost half of the portfolio or maybe more than half the portfolio is in a passive position that has no management fees. And then we have the management fees on the residue of the portfolio. Well, that puts us in a prime position for the same investment. We're going to outperform probably over half of the advisors out there that are charging a fee on 100% of the assets. So cost is very important. So there's a value creation through reduced cost. But more importantly is if you add in for that same cost, which is a reduced cost compared to most advisors, that we're also providing all of the tax management, which brings significant, in many cases, significant additional value to the retirement plan that wasn't being provided from the investment only side of the animal. So they're talking about active management of the investment portfolio. We're talking about reducing costs by using passive strategies in the portfolio, but then including the added value of tax management, again, all for that reduced fee in many cases. Like I say, there's a big difference between investment management and retirement management. Retirement management, really, to get the maximum value, is much broader and much deeper that you need for your planning. Uh, Thank you for clarifying that, Bruce. And a reminder, too, that if you would like to take the seven-minute retirement checkup, it's so easy to do. Just go to retirementradio7.com, retirementradio and the number 7.com. And if you've saved $500,000 or more toward your retirement, that's where you are really going to See the difference. So go to retirementradio7.com to take the seven minute retirement checkup and see all the options that may be available to you. You'll find some, probably some options that you didn't know existed, or certainly some ways that you could enhance your portfolio, your retirement plan. Again, it's retirementradio7.com. Stay with us. We have much more ahead as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. You've been planning your retirement for some time, but now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroying your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second option. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is your best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our high level of planning and management can help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Love starts with a toothbrush, a big razor and a Dixie cup. A little splash after shave before you leave for that first date. I see your stars in both your eyes. Brad Paisley after there. And you may know the song. Love starts with a toothbrush. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. That's what's called talking to the post. You never know what's coming around the corner here at Get More Retirement. (laughs) That's right. And I played a little Brad Paisley for you there because there are such things as smart toothbrushes. You may have one. I have a toothbrush. It's electric and it has a lot of different speeds and different things, but I don't know what would make it smart. Does it vibrate Uh, to remind you to brush your teeth? Does it stay in communication with your dentist? No. Well, then it's not a smart toothbrush. You got me on that one. (laughs) I haven't haven't heard that one yet. Well, apparently there was a Swiss news outlet recently that claimed that (laughs) 2 million smart toothbrush users were in danger because their toothbrushes were infected with malware. But it turned out they weren't really. It was just kind of a hypothetical and it got out of hand. But I thought it was interesting because I didn't even know that could happen. So instead of malware, it was mouthware. Okay, oh, that's, that's good. Oh, but you do have that. to keep your mouth guard up. Oh my God. <laughs> hey Bruce, when you retire and you own your own home, that's kind of a relief that you don't have a mortgage payment anymore. But CBS Money Watch says there may be some reasons that you might want to leverage your home equity in retirement. So I want to ask you about the pros and cons of a home equity loan. Are there pros or is it mostly cons? 
in your opinion? They're talking about home equity or different kinds of loans, and I'm thinking more reverse mortgage. We see that more often. It's one of those things that you have to be very careful of because it's not as clear as a mortgage. I mean, if you go to a bank and you borrow $100,000 at X rate or whether it's a variable rate or a fixed rate for a certain term, I mean, the, the main pieces are easy to understand. A reverse mortgage is a different animal. It's basically saying, I have this amount of equity in my house and a company is willing to give me a lump sum of money. I still pay the taxes. I maintain the property, but I don't have to make payments. The other thing to be aware of in this scenario, and we go through this a lot in our retirement planning with people is we tell people, if you don't have a line of credit to get it before you retire, because you still have an income you can show with the ability to repay the debt. Once you retire, your income is significantly reduced. You can't use a retirement account as collateral. So there's a lot of things that shift once you retire. The idea here is strategies to unlock the equity that is in your home. Do you care about your house? Do you want it to go to your family or do you not care where it ends up after you're gone? That's probably the biggest, hardest question that we find is that, you know, it is an asset and you don't want to squander it with ill-advised ideas of debt. If you can't repay debt, if you take out a home equity line and you're not able to make the interest payments or you take out an actual genuine mortgage and you're not making the payments, your house can be repossessed under those terms regardless of the fact that it's your primary residence. So this is something, I mean, it's part of the planning process. It's something we certainly show in our planning. One of the things we see quite often is somebody has a primary residence that's paid for and we all go through that magical scenario, I want to downsize. It sounds great on paper, but we find a lot of people that maybe have a four bedroom house with a two car garage in a nice neighborhood and they say, I want to downsize, but for them to move to a townhouse or a condo, it's going to eat up 85, 90% of the money they would get from the sale of their home. So did you really get a value in that downsizing per se? You know, there's just a lot of things that go into this, but like anything else, you want to look at the total financial picture and see how does this fit into what you're doing. If you're talking about debt, especially in retirement, you want to take it with a big grain of salt. You want to kind of assume the worst, like, okay, I need to have better information about how this debt works, how it will impact me, and how it will impact my retirement plans going forward. It may look good on the surface, but for a lot of people, it's not. So understanding what you're doing, as in anything financial, getting the best advice to make the best informed decision. And if you're working with an advisor, they should be able to answer those questions and show it in a planning scenario. When we build a plan for somebody, it's not something written on a napkin or, or crank out one single spreadsheet and say, here's where you should be. We use probably one of the most robust planning tools on the planet, which is called eMoney. There are trillions of dollars aggregated on this platform. And regardless of your level of wealth, that's the system we use. If you had $20 million, that's the same program we use for, the, for all of our clients. I want to remind you before we move on that if you would like to take the seven-minute retirement checkup at no cost to you, just go to retirementradio7.com. I want to circle back to something that you talked about just a moment ago, Bruce, and that was the downsizing subject, because for a lot of people, I think that comes as kind of a, a shock. Uh, I was just talking with someone the other day, as a matter of fact, who had been in their home for 30 years. It had appreciated so much in value, and they were looking so forward to selling their home and downsizing. So that's exactly what they did. They sold their home at a considerable profit and moved to the mountains, moved to a much smaller home. But it was so expensive that every bit of what they got out of their first home went into that one. So what kind of a shock is that to people when they realize that that money's not going into their retirement account? It's actually just going right back into another home. It's frustration. We have dreams, we have aspirations, we have things that maybe we planned 10 or 20 years before retirement in the back of our mind that we wanted to do. You know, that's the problem is that we have this, what well, things are in theory, much like paying taxes later. You know, it's like, sounds great. Pay taxes now, pay taxes later. And they gave you all the reasons to do it because you'll be in a lower tax bracket. You won't need to pay as much in taxes. You know, you're not going to have as much income. You won't need as much money. You're all these wives tales. Then when people actually retire, we find that that's not the case. So it's a totally different animal. So taxes, that's a big part of the seven minute retirement checkup. Absolutely. Uh, probably about two thirds of the best planning strategies that you can integrate and add to what you're doing are tax management related. And in doing so, what you find is that that's why we talk about the half million dollar point. If you saved $500,000 or more for your retirement, that is kind of the tipping point where the tax management in many cases, in most cases, really, 
for people that have at least a half a million dollars or more saved for their retirement, the lifetime value of that management, of that planning, is often greater than what the strategies to enhance portfolio management can do for you to minimize losses while still maintaining a reasonable or expected rate of return. So, you know, and that's what if you say, okay, here, if you implement these investment strategies, it's projected to be about $400,000 more money when you're 90. But by employing only these tax strategies, it's about an $800,000 shift. That's a big deal, especially whenever the financial industry has told you they don't provide that service. That's money you're leaving on the table. And the end result is very simple and very clear. You will be paying unnecessary overpayment of taxes to Uncle Sam that otherwise could have been avoided. And, and you could have had more of that money available for you, for your lifestyle and retirement, for you and your wife, as, as more money as a survivor for a spouse, more money available for long-term care events, more money to help offset inflation, more money to help offset uh, higher costs of, of different things, unexpected and expected in your retirement, and more money that goes to your family because it was your hard-earned money that caused all this to happen in the first place. So, you know, leaving that on the table just because an industry tells you they don't do it, when those opportunities exist for you, it's not for the wealthy anymore. The tools, the technology, the knowledge, it's all there. But you have to reach out and say, I want that in my planning. And the best way to find out is to look at what those opportunities look like. And that's why it starts with the seven-minute retirement uh, opportunity. Bruce, that's not a big deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah, it really is. And it's funny because, you know, we hear so many things from people uh, that we actually end up meeting with. And they're like, you know, I asked my guy and he said that, you know, they don't do that. I asked my guy and he said, no, nah, it's not a big deal. I asked my guy and he's like, well, that's just the way it is when you talk about RMDs. And people have all these, these you know, what they've heard. And, and they've heard from people who, who at the end of the day are, are regulated by what their industry or their sales organization tells them. And the reason that you don't see tax management for people is because it is not an off-the-shelf box solution as many investments are, as many retirement plans are. You know, it is something that is, is built specifically for you and for your situation. And that is something that the financial industry has reserved to saying, if you have enough money, then we'll do that for you. But we can't do that for everybody. You know, the truth is that, you know, if you're preparing for retirement, that if you've done everything right, in other words, you, you've socked away more money than the average person. You've been diligent in your savings. It's been well-managed. You've amassed a decent nest egg to give you what you want to be as financial security. It will work against you in that you will have significant tax downfalls because of the amount of wealth that you've created. Your RMDs will be bigger. It can jettison you into higher tax brackets, higher Medicare premiums, all of these things because you did the right thing. That's not fair. So the only way you counter that and get the maximum value out of your hard-earned savings is to have a tax management strategy integral as part of your comprehensive compounding plan that you put together. That's the name of the game. You know, Bruce, it reminds me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about right now just quickly your book, because in your book, you talk about all of these concepts. And for anyone who would like to delve a little bit deeper into this and find out more about the very things you've been talking about, your book is a great resource for that. Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, because you really have more time there to detail these concepts and talk about why they work. And I think that's an excellent companion to the seven-minute retirement checkup. Yeah, I think it's one of the best one-two punches out there because, number one, you do the uh, the seven-minute retirement checkup, you know, go to retirementradio7.com and get that. You're going to get a 14-page report. And, and I want to stress, this is not complex financial jargon. You're not getting that, oh, my God, another financial report that I can't read. This is built on common sense, simple math, and easy-to-understand terms. You say, well, how do I get that knowledge without having to sit down with an advisor? Well, number one, you know, you're going to get a VIP invite to our online webinar, which is called the 12K Retirement Webinar. We'll, we'll send that to you, you know, after you get your report, which is, again, although this is no cost, do it from the comfort of your own home. But you can go on Amazon. The book name is Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. And the reviews have been amazing. You can read the reviews there. Uh, but it's also been well-reviewed by my peers, and they're like, this is the book that needed to be written because it's consumer-centric. It's built for you, the consumer. There's your retirement guide to study if you want to actually read a book about it. All the planning is laid bare. You can go to the webinar, see what the plan actually looks like when it's built. You can find the framework of the plan with the retirementradio7.com by go there and get your, your free self-assessment. So you can have all of that and be armed to the teeth. 
before you ever talk to a financial person because now you know what you want, you know what you expect, and you're looking for legitimate, bona fide, tangible value. You know, Bruce, I look at it as a trifecta. You know, you start with the the seven minute retirement checkup, then the webinar and the and your book, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. They all work together to provide all of that information that can just set you on such a great path toward the a successful retirement. But you don't have to go that far. See, that's the beauty. You can you can do the assessment and say, okay, I, I have my checklist, what I want. I want to talk to an advisor about putting these things in place, and, and can I get them? You know, because you say, I don't have the time to read the book, or I don't have the time mm-hmm. to watch the webinar. Okay, fine. You know, so it's an investment of seven minutes. I mean, you know, you spend more time than that standing in line at Starbucks, for God's sake. Okay, <laughs> so so seven minutes is a good investment. If you want to invest, you know, 40, 45 minutes, you watch the webinar. You want to inspect, invest a few hours of your time in, in the evening reading, uh, you know, reading on your lunch break, your, your peers are going to be over there, you know, playing video games or, or, or chatting on, on Facebook or, or checking their email. And meanwhile, you're, you're, you're doing something that could mean the difference of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even millions of dollars over your retirement lifetime. I mean, that's a very small investment of time with a very big reward. That's true. The complimentary seven-minute retirement checkup. It's so easy to take, and there's such a reward for taking it. Go to retirementradio7.com. That's retirementradio and the number 7.com. We want to thank you for joining us today for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. And I also want to remind you that if you'd like to get in touch with the WealthCare team, you can call 888-888-5601. Bruce, have a great week. I'll talk to you in seven days. So long. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealth Care Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Advisory services offered through the WealthCare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the WealthCare Investment Center.